Hello, friend, and welcome to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You can send me an email, Trenton, like the city, the numbers 365 and the word show, Trenton365show at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Facebook, Trenton 365 Show, and on Instagram and Twitter, Trenton365. You're listening over WIMG 1300, New Jersey's oldest radio station, and the four-time Stellar Award-nominated mm-hmm. station. Oh, three-time, three-time. I'm, I'm going to go ahead of time and say four times. Thank so you you guys will have to go ahead and do your part as far as voting for WIMG. If you support programming like Trenton 365 and Trenton Talks on Tuesdays, this might be a good opportunity for you to actually share that. You're also watching over WPHY Channel 25 covering Mercer County, New Jersey. And you can also follow WIMG 1300 on Facebook and Twitter as well. In the studio with me is Tona Buck. And Tona's going to be talking about a subject material that is is, it's sensitive. Um, yes. It's about sexual abuse, but it's got a very um, positive uh, message that we're going to spin, um, which is an event that's coming up. And for those of you who are watching on television, you can see this flyer. It's Trenton's first annual Sexual Assault Awareness 3K Walk. And it's going to take place on Saturday, April 14th, 2018 at Cadwallader Park in Trenton, New Jersey, 8 a.m. We'll get into all the details about how you can register, um, what you need to do as far as finding information and staying in contact via social media. But before I do that, Tona, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> and to be on that side, because yes. you do do it on this side at times as well. That means I could talk and you just have to listen. <laughs> yes, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me tonight. Oh, yeah, it's my pleasure. Um, So let's get into um, talking a bit about who you are, okay. because I found out something earlier tonight okay. about you that I didn't know, um, about your um, efforts um, getting involved civically and running for oh, yes. office, et cetera. So let's give a little overall su- summary of who you are. Oh, well, this is... This is how I um, have to introduce myself for this season. Hello, my name is Tona Buck, and I'm a sexual abuse survivor. Hmm. That's how I started my, my, my interviews off at this point, because when I say that for every victim um, who's listened to me, they know they're not by themselves. Now, I'm going to tell you about my, um, my political civic hmm. duties that I've done in the community. Actually, I really have a two-page bio. Okay. I've, been, I've been serving in the city of Trenton since... I was about 18 or 19, and I'm 25 again. <laughs> so I really do. I've done everything from um, Trenton's first HIV walk, Trenton's first cancer walk. I ran for office. Um, I've been working in the education field for over two decades. I fed. I did street ministry. I've done, you name it, literally. I have businesses that I've started in the city. You name it, I have been blessed to do it. But I was saying to you, um, I relocated. I went to South Carolina and I came back and I was like, I'm not doing nothing. Oh, I said, on served on at least 12 boys in the city of Trenton over the time over my span. So I had um, did all I thought I was going to do in the city of Trenton. I um, had dropped the mic. I left, came back, um, finished another degree, and was um, said I'm mm, tired. Mm. But something inside me just wouldn't stop. Now, I'm going to cut you off there because we were talking about this earlier as well. Yes. About how we have a tendency to get in our own mindset and say, I'm going to do this and I'm not going to do this. But as we spoke, yes. sometimes the spirit wells up in you and you don't have a choice. Yes. Well, you have a choice, but, but it's not You know the it. spirit. You, you, don't, you really don't. If you're in, a, if you're in the spirit or um, connected, you can say no all you really want to. But at the end of the day, you want to do what that spirit tells you to do. He said, "My sheep know my voice. We know that we know what we're supposed to be doing, even if it's something that we're not supposed, something that we're not comfortable with doing." Mm-hmm. So most of the stuff that I do, 
<laughs> I really didn't want to do. <laughs> I'm a stubborn daughter to God, and he knows how he created me. And mm. um, with that said, I've done everything that I hope, I hope that I've done everything that he's um, asked me to do, and that he's continually um, asking me to do, because this right here um, is something big. It's, it's one of the... Uh, powerful movements that I've ever done mm. because of the issue. Like you said, it's a very touchy issue. So when I like when I introduce myself and say I'm a sexual abuse survivor, at that point I want to educate a child and empower them. I want to give a voice to the voiceless. Mm -hmm. And I want to educate some adults and how to protect children. Mm -hmm. And that so that's a big umbrella that my um my purpose is to do right now. Mm -hmm. how, did I, how did I get into this, um, the walk and everything? For two decades, I've um, shared my story in front of thousands of people. And I never once shared my story without there being a Me Too. Never. Over two decades. At the end of my um, presentation, someone all, up until now, I'm speaking, in, I'm speaking in front of churches about the walk. They're still coming to me about a me too, telling me them too. So when I, I started being abused when I was uh, sexually abused when I was three years old by my mother's boyfriend, it continued for years. And it does such horrible things to a child because they put us in a position that um, we should not have been put in. They um, victimized us. They caused us to hate ourselves. They caused us um, to have suicidal thoughts. They have, some people do commit suicide. Um, a lot of the individuals become um, dependent on drugs. And I give homage to all my men and women that's in prison right now or on the street selling their bodies who are victimized because people don't understand what that one touch does to a child. What does, what, what does it feel like when these um, kids are getting um, raped? Mm -hmm. by grown people. This is real and it's not stopping. And the reason why it's not stopping because in our culture and probably in other people's culture, but in our culture, what's done in the house stays in the house. Mm -hmm. We don't talk about it. The secret is um, deep-rooted and it's generations and generations um, that is happening to and nothing's, nothing's been done because we're not talking about it. But right now, in this season, we can really shut stuff down. I want to get into that in just a moment, but I do want to want to go back and touch on something that you met. It, it made me think the secret, the secretiveness of mm -hmm. of it, um, and and I want to clarify that this isn't any particular culture. This is a human. This is a human thing. It's everywhere and it's, um, everywhere. it's it's you know men on men and males on males, females on, on males, males, and vice. It's it runs the gamut. But yeah. the fact that you said. It's this thing that we kind of keep secret as, as we keep it in our homes, et cetera. So um, can you just elaborate on, on that a little bit? Because I think that that's probably what I think more people need to think about is the fact that the this, this secretness of yes. Let me give you a story really fast, as short as, short as I can. I went to speak at a church um, three weeks ago. I left off the, I left off the podium, podium at the end of the church. It's 87 beautiful year old woman came to me and she said thank you she said I have never told anybody for 80 years that she was victimized at seven years old she could still smell the person who victimized her but do you know what she said that hurt me more than anything and this is why the secret goes on she said I felt ashamed not that the person not that the predator 
victimized her is such that it makes the victim feel ashamed to what, what happened to them that didn't, they didn't deserve it to happen to them. The shame that comes with being touched, being um, victimized by an individual is real. And then it's 90%, you have to understand, 90% of the one out of four girls that would be, um, that they would be abused, one out of six boys that would be abused, 90% of us are by somebody we know. These are not these like are not strangers. Member. This these are people that we trust, people that feed us, somebody people that's supposed to protect us. This is these are not strangers. These are people that are in our households, that's in our family, uncle so and so, a friend of the family. Ninety percent of children who are being victimized are by people they know and trust across the board. I don't care what culture you are. I don't care where you come from. That's a big number. It's in the homes. So who am I gonna tell? My mother said to me, I wish you would have told me. And my response to her was, I didn't know what to tell. So with that, I don't, want, I don't ever want a child to say, I didn't know what to tell. What are we telling when we seven years old? What are we telling when we six years old? What, I, what was I going to tell her when I was three years old? I didn't know what to tell. But what I can tell you is I wrote a book <laughs> that's called Stop, Safe, Touches Only, Please. And it teaches children from the age of four and um, four to about seven years old about their body parts, good and bad touches, um, safe people to um, tell if something happens to them, and outside safe people. Because most of the time, like I said, 90% of the time is in the house. So you know you can you may have a safe person in, in a teacher. You may know you have a safe a guidance counselor in school. Because you may not be able to tell the people in the house because the people in the house may be the ones that's victimizing you. Mm -hmm. So it's empowering that child to say, stop, because I know what should be done to me. Most of the women and men, they don't know what's going on. We can't even put words to what these um, predators do to us. We don't know. And we trust them. Mm -hmm. So there's been plenty of, of um, there's been plenty of uh, people talking about, uh, this is a hot button oh, yes. topic, topic right now. And uh, plenty of people are coming out and talking about um, their things that have happened to them. It's been mostly women yes. that have been uh, talking about this. And um, you mentioned that one in four girls in will be abused six. and one in six boys. Um, I know that you're not a man, but what kind of movement do men need, in your opinion, yes. to be able to come out, to be able to open up and share these things? So... I like to say this one part about the one in four and the one in six, those are reported. They're not the 10 people who I did a documentary about why we didn't tell. None of us reported it. We'll talk about the kickoff after I answer this question. I believe that what's, what happens with it, male or females, is that they need to know that they're not alone. Once you are a male, I have, I have a male, um, his, um, Mr. Um, Edu. He's a sexual abuse survivor, and he's on... Um, a billboard that we have for the walk and he taped the billboard um, and was talking about his experience as being a, um, a sexual abuse survivor he was like Tony I had about seven or eight men inbox me it was like me too once that um, secret is broken and the silence is no more that we just need to start talking because once you because you because what happens is when you are victimized, you feel like you're the only one in the world that's going through this. Nobody else understands it. And then when you find out that he was a victim, she was a victim, I feel, I feel comfortable in a place that now I can say, 
Me too. Mm-hmm. And that that's the big thing about the Me Too movement. Like I said, before that came out, I had been sharing my story. But I appreciate the Me Too movement because now it put a face on all colors, all genders. And when I did the documentary, we'll talk about that right after, too. But it was harder for the men to um, to talk about the experience because the stigma is greater with men being repeater, repeated, repeater offenders. So what statistics is saying, which is not always true, is, um, and it's for women too, but definitely for men, men who were victimized normally um, become victimized other um, people. So, it, it, okay. So that's just, it's a different cycle. Like with a lot of women, um, it um, affects us in a different way that we would be like, I would never do this to someone else. But, um, like I said, statistics, because every man I know who's um, a survivor, none of them ha- um, have repeated the cycle. But there are some out there, just like there are some women out there who were victimized and they repeat the cycle. So um, when you t- tell this story, you are exposing yourself to every um, opinion and every, you know, you get the sorrowness or you get the judgment. It's, cr- it's, it's a crazy how people think when you expose yourself. And that's what it is. It's a raw exposure to a, to a topic that people don't want to discuss. And to be real, I had a... Um, I well, you know, I, I want to stop because we're about up on okay. a break and we'll get, okay. get into it fresh when we come out. I'm speaking with Tona Buck. Um, Tona Buck is a sexual abuse survivor and she's heading up Trenton's first annual sexual assault awareness 3K walk, which is happening Saturday, April 14th, 2018 in historic Olmstead Cadwallader Park in Trenton, New Jersey, 8 a.m. This is a rain or shine event. It's a $10 pre-registration. You can go to womenspace.org to pre-register. And you can also contact Tona directly via her website, tonabuck, T-O-N-A-B-U-C-K.com, or on email, T-E-E, B as in Bravo, T-E-E-L as in Lima, T-E-E-B-T-E-E-L at hotmail.com. We'll be back after a short break. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show in the studio with me is Tona Buck. And uh, Tona Buck is a sexual abuse survivor, um, but I don't want to focus on that. She's having this uh, event that's coming up on Saturday, April 14th, 2018. It's Trenton's first annual sexual assault awareness 3K walk. It's happening at Cadwallader Park in Trenton, New Jersey, 8 a.m., rain or shine. Information is available at the womanspace.org website. Uh, You can also go to another website, Trenton. S as in Sam, A-A-M dot splash that dot com. So that's Trenton, S-A-A-M dot splash that dot com. Tona, um, sensitive uh, topic, um, but a a very important one and one that's like on the forefront right now. So thank you, first of all, for being candid and sharing all this information um, about your personal experience. we both know that it's important yes. for us to be as transparent as possible, especially if we're trying to be folks who are trying to pave the way or lead the way to a better society. So yes. thank you for that. A couple of things that you touched on um, that I was taking notes about is um, you said reported one in four girls and one in six boys 
are assaulted. Yes. Um, you also talked about um, the importance of the Me Too movement yes. and how this has opened it up for more people to, to say, yeah, I was abused or I had this experience yes. as well. Um, can you just kind of like summarize when you heard about the Me Too movement and what that was, um, what that was like for you personally? Uh, <laughs> so, again, because I shared my story over two decades and I've always had Me Too's coming to me mm -hmm, afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, I was just excited for the victims to become survivors. That's 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 that was my feeling. I was excited to finally know because because that's a difference between in my mind um, being a victim and a survivor. That victim is someone that has a voice, and they're willing to. You, ain't got, you don't have to tell millions. I'm gonna speak in front of millions of people one day. You don't have to tell millions, but just tell one, because if you don't, like I said, that secret eats you up from your dreams and your ambitions and all your hope that you all your potential and that predator should never have that power over you. You have to forgive them. And you have to forgive him or her. And it's not about them. It's about you growing. And that's very hard to do. That's my other um, That's my other part of becoming a, from a victim to a survivor is where you can have, you, you ain't being friends with them. You just, they ain't got to know you forgave them. You just need to forgive them for yourself. So let me just say how I came up to, how I got to this walk. Um, last summer I did a documentary called Why We Didn't Tell. This has never been done before. Stories um, from 10 African-Americans, sexual abuse survivors, which was amazing to me. And at least 90% of them, it was the first time they ever even told anyone. And they told it on a, on, on a camera with me. That's going to be shown in front of millions of people one day. Never been done, African-Americans, um, to, to do a documentary like that. So after I did the documentary, it was so overwhelming to me to... It's not that I didn't know what was happening, but to sit there for 10 hours of tape, to listen to these, the horror, the, 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 the trauma, but the survivor of these um, awesome, brave um, African-Americans sharing their stories, I realized I was just a small piece to a big puzzle. I was like, it's so much more that you need to be doing. So that's when I wrote the stop book because I wanted to be able to protect the children. It'll be ready in April. But as I was writing the stop book, um, I did Trenton's first HIV walk. Like I said, I did Trenton's first um, cancer walk. I was like, you need to empower and educate people about this um, topic of sexual abuse. So this is how we got um, um, entangled with the wonderful Susan from Women's, Women's Space. When she heard that I was doing it, a friend of mine, um, Keisha Abbott, she, put, she hooked us up together. And from there on, it's been a love relationship. She's funny because um, I don't think she knew my potential because she doesn't know me and so she would say things i'm like no that's going to get done and then um god sent like these powerful awesome women like i've done many walks and many things in my life i've never seen anything like this we just did a kickoff um last friday we had about a hundred people at the kickoff that's where the trailer the documentary was shown i had never stood in a room where we had 10 survivors that was willing to say that we're survivors we had about five or six more in there that didn't. So I'm going to do the math. Ten of us were the weapons that said we were survivors. It was about six or seven more in there who I knew were survivors that wasn't ready to um, um, disclose, which is fine because it's on their own timing. And it was only 100 people. So that ratio was about right. Do mm. you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, in one mm -hmm. room, the most powerful thing I've ever done hands down was that kickoff. I, had, I thought I was powerful. I'm just being honest. But, the, but my power was limited until I connected with these other survivors. My saying is we cried, but now we roar. 
we cried, but now we roar. I seen this guy today. I had to take care of some business, and I had he was one of my students from I don't know. He's thirty years old, and he said to me, "He and I'm twenty five, but he's thirty. <laughs> I know, right? He's thirty, and I'm twenty five. I want to interrupt, folks. I just I hear a little side eye there because we had a conversation about her being twenty five, and, and my daughter's twenty six. Yeah. Uh, as a Sunday, yes, forever affinity. But it was so amazing because he was talking, asked me what I was doing, and I was telling him, you know, I'm back in Trenton, I'm doing this, and he said to me, I said that now I don't. We talked about the billboard because I had a billboard when I ran for um, Westwood City Council back in the day. He was like, I remember the billboard. I said, but well, I have another billboard out on 29 right by McDonald's about this walk that I'm doing. So I'm a sexual abuse survivor. And you know what he said to me? God is my witness. He was like, is that the one that says we cry, but now we roar? I said, Lord, look at you. I haven't seen this boy in 20 years. He said, when I read that, he said, he said it stuck with me. When a lion in a jungle roars, he shuts everything down. Mm -hmm. The powerful women and men that I have on my side that's working towards this cause, we're going to shut mess down. You want to shut it down. I don't want a um, Me Too movement. I want a hashtag no more. I don't ever want another child to be touched. I don't ever want another child to be victimized. I don't ever want a child to have nightmares. I don't ever want a child to have to deal with the suffering and the trauma that all of us had to endure and some of us are still enduring. It don't go away. That's why it's called trauma. I want to know more. I want to empower these kids, this next generation. On the picture you notice, you see that on, my, on, a, on a flyer, it's a lioness protecting her cubs. That's how I see everyone who tells their story. They're protecting the cub. They may not even know it, but by us sharing our stories, it's a war that's coming together that the jungle will be shut down. All right, so I've got a couple questions about that, but I do want to make sure that people go to the website, womanspace.org. There you can pre-register for the event that's happening on Saturday, April 14th. 2018 at Cadwallader Park in Trenton, New Jersey, Trenton's first annual sexual assault awareness 3K walk. Um, in addition to that, folks, if you're someone who, for health reasons, or you're not available on that day, you can still donate um, so that it provides an opportunity for some other people to do it. But it's also going to a, a wonderful organization yes. that's doing some fabulous work yes. um, here in the region and has for many, many years. 40 years. Um, 40 years. So... So you had mentioned about um, no more, right? No more. How are there any movements, or do you have this as a vision where it's it, it appears to me as the Me Too movement seems to be driven by um, mainly women? Yes. Um, are you anticipating the No More movement to be more encompassing, having men involved as well? And if so, um, where? Where are you with that, and, and how can men get in touch with you specifically about that? I have, I draw all, <laughs> men and women. I have men on my documentary as well. Okay. I just don't have women. I have men on my documentary, and I have about three more men who want to do. I already had ten. I have a whole new crew, because once you speak it, people come to you. Because like I said, this is a rawness. Like when I for twenty years I I was able to pick and choose when I decided to tell my story, and and it's normally because some whatever topic where I was talking about I was zoning on somebody and I knew something was going on, 
Hi, my name is Tony Buck. I'm a sexual abuse survivor. It is no choice for me right now because every time I say that, I know I'm getting ready to free a victim. Every time I roar, every every time I open my mouth, I feel like I'm roaring when I say that. It empowers me to the point that I know that we can do a no more movement. And because I believe that men and women are going to come, they're going to come. They have been coming. I've, like I said, for the last maybe six years on Facebook, I would um, tell my experience about being a survivor. Sometimes I've had over 120 people inbox me, and I'm not lying, saying me too. Men and women, me too. They just wait for somebody to let them know that they're not by themselves, that they're not the only one that um, that experienced this horror, and that we still can survive. That you can survive this. That you can be more than a conqueror, even though we have experienced one of the worst um, things that a human should have never experienced. We're more than conquerors. Mm -hmm. We're more than conquerors, and together, that's the only way to know more movement is going to um, happen by everyone joining together. I have, um, on. you see my billboard, we have white, we have men, we have, I have a man on my billboard, we have the most powerful educated women, let me say that one more time, the most powerful educated women mm -hmm. on that billboard, because people think that, it, that um, being a victim look a certain way, mm -mm. Yeah. It, it's not a look. People, people ask me all the time, Tony, how can you tell a predator? I said, you can. I said, if you could, you wouldn't have them around your children. <laughs> so, it, am I right though? They, they, they take their, their caregivers, their fathers, their boyfriends, their friends. I said, but what we can do is empower our children to know no more, to be able to tell a predator right from the beginning, because they prey on people, kids who are unknowledgeable, mm -hmm. from broken, not from broken homes. I, I'm, I'm from a broken home. It was easy for a boyfriend to come into the house. Not that my mother, my mother was an amazing mom, but he prayed. He knew. She was a single mother. People have to be careful about when they're dating and who they're allowing in their children's lives. And just because they financially take care of you and they're doing all that good stuff and um, looking like glitter, they ain't gold sometimes. Mm -hmm. So those are the things how we could change this to no more. It's about talking about it, not being ashamed of a topic that <laughs> I didn't create. I was victimized. I chose to be a um, survivor. I'm a conqueror, and I'm born. So on Saturday, April 14th, um, Trenton's first annual sexual assault awareness 3K walk will take place at Cadwallader Park, 8 a.m. It's a rain or shine. You can go to the website womanspace.org to register. What can people expect when oh. they come for that day? Because um, oh. I, I, I love open spaces. Yes. And um, Cadwallader Park, for those who don't know, um, was designed by Olmsted. Olmsted is considered the father of landscape architecture. He also designed Central Park. And um, we have two parks here in Trenton yes. that are Olmsted designed parks. And he actually did his only neighborhood here in Trenton, New Jersey as well. It's a little bit of history for you. Nice. But what can people expect? We've got about two minutes. Okay, so um, the HIV walk, it was in a park. It was the cancer walk. For 10 years, we walked the street of, the street of Trenton. This time, I am. if it's anything like the kickoff, the power um, and the um, unity is going to be humongous because it's going to be more sexual abuse survivors and more people caring about this movement. We just want to do a couple of laps. It's not even about the walk itself. It's about bringing people together on one accord about an issue that needs to be addressed. Mm -hmm. That's what it really is about. And the kickoff really kicked it off. So now this walk, just have the energy 
together of uh, survivors with people who care, um, people who also are in line with no more and that they want to protect and educate individuals. It's going to be one of the greatest things I believe in my in, in my heart that I've done um, so far, <laughs> so far, because I got a whole lot more things I need to do. I feel it in my spirit. I'm going to birth this baby. I'm going to birth this purpose. And then the purpose is to empower and save our children. That's fantastic. Tona Buck has been my guest on the Trenton 365 show. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for and having I'm, me. And I want to say publicly, I'm glad that we finally got a chance to sit down. I mean, yes. we, we were always passing each other and seeing each other out in public and yes. stuff. But I'm glad that you're here. And um, consider that you have my support in Thank this. Um, I'll share it through all my networks, et cetera. And I hope that I'm available to come out and maybe... Uh, Talk to a few people, you That'd know, if they're amazing. interested. Yes. But, um, Tona, thank you so much for thank coming you. on the show. You're welcome. So uh, I have a Tona Buck who's on the program talking about Trenton's first annual sexual assault awareness 3K walk happening Saturday, April 14th, 2018 at Cadwallader Park. It's an 8 a.m. rain or shine event. All the details and pre-registration is available on the womanspace.org website. Please uh, stay tuned for the rest of the Trenton 365 show.